Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I'd like to talk with you about this idea of using rejection as a superpower. You may be thinking like, wait, huh? Like, how can I be using rejection when... I'm not even allowed to help someone who I really think could benefit from my ideas or my purpose or whatever you got going on in your personal or your professional life. Look, I get it. It sucks to not want to be wanted, but you can actually use this for resilience and so many other things that can help you improve, not just your business, but all areas of your life. So if you're interested in learning about how you can use rejection to help you, listen to today's episode. I've got some really fabulous tips that could come to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. So glad that you are here and you are plugged in. I know that you've got a whole bunch of other platforms you can listen to. So I'm expressly grateful and humbled that you are choosing to invest your time with me. For those of you guys who are listening for the first time, the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just designed for introverts or for entrepreneurs. It's designed for anyone who wants to improve how they communicate with others so that they can speak with love and not intimidate people with threats or seduce people with guilt and shame, but we can be able to have honest and humble conversations where we're very clear about our wants and our not wants. And so I am excited to have this conversation because I truly believe that if we can be able to communicate better, we can obviously make more money in our business, have quality relationships with our team members or families or just basically everyone we interact with. So I'm really excited that you are here with me. So if this is your very first time listening, again, make sure that you hit that follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it immediately. And those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, I'm so grateful and appreciative of you just continuing to be here. If you haven't done so already, please share this podcast with somebody else. That way we can amplify this message. And if you haven't done so, also check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Please make sure that you include in the beginning or the end, hopefully not in the middle because I want to edit it correctly, your message. I, I definitely want to be able to share your message because what I found out is that what is may be unique to one person is common to all, meaning that the concerns and the situations that you are dealing with, other people may be dealing with as well. So we can be able to have these conversations so at least one person doesn't feel as lonely if they're going through the exact same thing as well. And obviously, if you haven't done so already, check out denisechili.com. There you'll be able to read my articles, check out my courses, and just see any other useful information about me or just anything in general. I've got a really fabulous team helping me really revamp certain things. So I've got some new articles coming out. I'm really excited for you to check them out. So if you haven't gone so already, mosey on to denisechili.com and you'll be able to directly sign up to my list. I drop a email message every Monday morning and it's from the heart and In case you're wondering, no, it has nothing to do with what I talk about with you right here on this podcast. And no, it has nothing to do per se with what I talk about in my articles. It's just basically some really heartfelt messages that I've been thinking about throughout the week, as well as some really helpful tips and resources that may help you in your business or in your personal life. So I've been 
done so already, again, check out denisegeely.com. I'm leaving links to all of that in the show notes below. Okay, let's get into today's episode. I'm really amazed when I think about the things that we've been talking about, um, obviously, for those of you guys who have been listening to me for many years, because I've definitely been evolving and changing and shifting. I remember in the beginning of my podcast, I would strictly talk about just business stuff like marketing and branding and your, all this other stuff. And now I'm actually just moving into these life issues. And it really brings me a lot of joy because, you know, when you're in your zone of discomfort, it the things just flow out easily. And I remember, you know, for many years, I would really just struggle writing and speaking and talking about certain things. I didn't really feel connected to it. So I'm just, I just, I just wanted to say that I'm just excited to talk about this idea of rejection because it really hits hard personally for me because that's definitely something that I have struggled with my entire life. And you know, that feeling of rejection where you, you're really trying to do your best and it's still not landing the right way. And for me, rejection is not just from obviously friends or family members, but it could also extend to team members, clients, or even acquaintances from your church or your religious organization. And as a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions, I wish I could say that I'm immune to feelings of isolation, intimidation, and rejection. Nope, I'm human just like you. And I struggle with feelings of unworthiness and insecurities. And in this episode, I want to share with you a story about an unpleasant interaction recently that taught me so much about what it means to be kind toward hostile people. And also, it helped me to understand that purpose of who I am and how I bring value and why it's all good and necessary to help, even if it's not well received. So yesterday, I volunteered in a multi-tier human assistance organization. And because of, of privacy reasons, I can't name the organization, but let's just say that it helps people giving out food, clothing, hygiene, supplies to those who have fallen on hard times or need assistance for a variety of reasons. And for those of you guys who don't know, I am bilingual in Spanish, and I wanted to help distribute resources to these people in need. And my job as a volunteer that day was to hang up clothes and help people locate um, clothes for their kids. And, And even though I'm bilingual, I'm also human. And sometimes I get nervous and I forget my words if I'm in an unfamiliar situation with strangers. Have you ever just been in a situation where you just kind of freeze up, where you know the words that you want to say, but they're just not coming out of your mouth because of just anxiety and stuff. Well, that's just me. But, you know, despite that, for the most part, I understand every single word of Spanish that's being spoken to me. So just picture the scene. I'm sitting there in this big gym area that's been kind of converted into this food resource, clothing resource area where we have little dividers separating one station from another. And I'm like in the section of this gymnasium area where they're giving out clothes, right? Just imagine the scene. There's these like rows of chairs and people are sitting there waiting to get checked in. And then once they get checked in, they are able to go shop for clothing or whatever they're looking for. So I'm sitting there in the section for the kids 
hanging up clothing and waiting for customers because what we call the people that come in were customers to get supplies and other resources. And so I'm sitting there just minding my own business, just hanging up clothes. And I see two ladies, I'll just call them Mary and Jane. Okay. I first saw Mary and I greeted her in Spanish and she only replied back to me in English. And that, that's, that's cool, whatever. And then shortly after I met Jane and she explained to me in Spanish um, that she was looking for boys and girls clothes and after a second just kind of going about my business doing things I realized that Mary and Jane known each other and then I and Jane had a question and Mary told Jane right in front of my face that I don't speak Spanish and Jane replied she just spoke to me in Spanish <laughs> look it was weird to put it mildly there was some tension for sure I definitely could probably hear pin drops in the in the background for a second. And I could just sense there was like some shifting of bodies. I mean, at least my body was shifting. And everyone felt a little bit uncomfortable. And I knew in my heart that Mary had contempt for me. This was wild to me because she was a stranger, obviously. And she was there to distribute resources. I, I'm, pardon, and I was there to help distribute resources to her and anybody else who needed help. And Mary turned to me and spoke in a garbled English about what she wanted. And I legitimately had no idea what she was saying. And then Jane said to me in rapid Spanish, the question. And I knew it was a question about supplies. And then I pointed in the direction as to where to get it. And Mary looked at me and just walked away. And meanwhile, I just went back to my job that I was assigned to do. Listen, I'm not going to say that I didn't feel upset. I'm not going to say that I didn't feel a little bit insulted to actually have someone look in my look in my face and say she doesn't speak Spanish, and I I was just bewildered as to what was going on. I mean, clearly Mary had some prejudices that did not start with me and probably won't end with me. But as caring people, as successful entrepreneurs, we have to understand that we cannot help people who want to quickly assign us, label us, and dismiss us. And while we cannot shield ourselves from rejection, I've got some ideas that can be able to help you deal with rejection. And as you're listening to this, I'm hoping that you maybe just zero in on one particular idea that may apply to you. Because look, here's the thing. While we may have one or more issues that we need to work on to in order for us to accomplish anything in life or heck even how we communicate with other people we just really need to focus on the things that are most troubling and then as we start to work through it we can kind of build the confidence and momentum and obviously the resilience to not feel as affected by it and then move on to other things so if you have a pen and paper grab it right now and to start writing down some notes. If you don't have anything to write down, just at least just reflect mentally about what I have to say. And then maybe just examine what areas that you're like, oh, geez, I really need to work on this. This is definitely a shortcoming of mine that I need to work on. So I have five examples or five areas that for us to be focusing on, but you need to focus on the area that makes most sense for you. Okay. The first thing that I want to say is part of dealing with rejection and how we can use it to actually help us is that dealing with rejection helps us to understand our emotions. Look, here's the thing. Short of death or drugs, we can't control our emotions, but emotions are very 
think of them as signposts that help alert us to there's certain things that are empty or broken or need fixed within us. When we're feeling rejection, behind that rejection are the emotions of sadness and not being able to feel connected. And why is that? If we're not feeling connected with a stranger, do we need to examine our expectations about what people should do around us? I mean, in this case with Mary and Jane, like these people clearly have communication issues and need resources. Is it really about me? Not really. Do I need to adjust how I I deal with people and understand that the general population is going through a lot of different issues and... while I may try to help as many people as I can, some people put up walls in order to feel secure about themselves. That's a possibility. So as you're thinking about dealing with rejection or you're experiencing rejection even right now, ask yourself, there's something need to be further examined or there's some hurts or there's some expectations that are legitimately don't belong to you. Maybe perhaps that you've observed from your your mom or your dad or coworkers and you just thought, you never questioned it and thought, okay, well, it's okay to be sarcastic or snarky or have these type of behaviors, but behind that, there's hiding a whole lot of pain and insecurities. Something that's worth examining and rejection helps us to understand and really see what's behind it so we don't have to be as easily triggered by it and more importantly we can just focus on our tasks and hands okay we're not ignoring our emotions but we can be able to use it to help us grow in our personal and spiritual development okay and another way why um rejection can help us it helps us to gain perspective i mean Here's the fact of the matter is rejection is a part of life and everyone faces it at some point in time. I mean, I realized that in the example that I gave you earlier that Mary clearly had poor communication skills and which part forced her to seek resources from a charitable organization. As you're thinking about what's going on in your life and the things that you're struggling with, ask yourself, like, what's the bigger picture of this? And how can I use this to help me rather than hurt me? And why is this coming at this certain juncture in my life? When I think about even my own kind of journey learning Spanish and and understanding more of the Latino community, Latina, Latino community, I I realize that there's a lot of pain and insecurities with certain people because of the language barrier, cultural barriers. And gaining perspective makes me understand that it's not all about Denise. Have we ever felt like we rustled feathers from someone and it's like, oh gosh, it's all about me. It's the reason why they're being mean is because I did something wrong. Well, the fact of the matter is they were probably, the other person was struggling with issues and you just happened to be there. So as part of understanding and overcoming rejection, let us use these moments to think of the greater and bigger picture, okay? Now, the third thing is reflecting on the experience. Consider what you have learned from the rejection. I mean, I learned in that example that I gave you earlier that one person does not mean that all people couldn't use my assistance. And as you're thinking about in your business with your team members or with prospective clients or customers, just because one person leaves your organization without giving notice, or perhaps one client you really wanted to score doesn't sign the contract or move forward with you, does that mean that your business is crap? Or perhaps 
one particular relationship that you really valued, personal or romantic, fell through, does that mean that you are unworthy? Absolutely not. This is the time where you need to reflect about what you did and what happened in the situation. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it's all their fault or it's all your fault. We are all of us as human beings are interacting with each other and we're learning different things about our wants, our needs, our desires. Look, here's the thing. We all grow and develop, not just chronologically, but based on our experiences, our stage of life, or based on where we're living and our culture and our values are part. And there's so many things that come into play that impact how we interact with other people. And just because one person may feel one way today doesn't mean they're going to feel that way tomorrow. The same thing goes for you. So give yourself some space and reflect about, okay, I may not understand what they were going through, but I can understand why I reacted in that certain way. So that is going to really help you, not just in your personal development, but just be able to have resilience and, and be more courageous and to understand that everything is being done for you, not to you. Okay. Now four is to keep moving forward, talking about everything's being done for you, not to you. Like everyone's not out to get you, even if it feels as if they're being negative or cruel or heck, even if they were quote unquote out to get you, you're still standing, you're still like breathing, you're still able to pivot and move. I'll never forget, what was it, like four years ago, I uh, I made the mistake of of teasing one particular person and I, (laughs) this person was so incensed by my comment that they made their mission to send an SOS out message to all of their followers on Twitter. And this was not on my account, Denise Chi Lee. Just, just want to let you know that because if you're wondering, like, is she, is Denise sending anything of that nature? I'm like, no, I've learned my lesson. This was many years ago. But anyway, this person decided to um, have a vendetta to ruin my business and write negative reviews on me. Just let everybody know I'm a cruel and nasty person. And this was just, wow, it was was a very interesting experience. I didn't actually harm my business the way that they wanted to. Um, And but it definitely did teach me a lot about what I say and how I interact with people and why we have to be very mindful of the words that we use. And if it's not necessary, it doesn't need to be spoken. And so it was during a stage where I just thought if I was being sensational and saying certain things that I would get eyeballs and that I could grow followers and all sorts of stuff. And I realized that that was just a terrible thing to do for obviously the person that I I said the comment about and obviously from myself and I learned so much in through that experience and and it was rejection in a colossal way but when I think about it now I mean none of those people are going to work with me anyway so it was neither harm nor fault but the whole point was it was not needed so as we're going to keep moving forward we're going to use it as a motivation for us to do better so that we can be better and in the example that I mentioned uh, with the interaction at the volunteer situation, you know, I'm not going to let one person ruin me connecting with the Latino community. That's insane. One negative, per- negative experience doesn't negate helping and serving others. It just means that one person had their prejudices. Did I say that right? <laughs> had their ideas about me and you just can't let that ruin the overall goal, the overall picture of what 
we're trying to do because we're as entrepreneurs as as people who are caring we want to help people and we have to understand that one negative experience shouldn't taint all experiences that you want to have or that you have going on right now okay and then lastly is that Rejection helps us to enhance our self-care routine because because think about it, we're feeling emotional, we're feeling riled up, we're feeling anxious. I mean, that's kind of the part where some of us want to retreat and hide or just grab half a gallon of ice cream and sit there and just watch Stranger Things on Netflix. I was told that that was a popular show on Netflix <laughs> by my son's teacher. So I just had to just throw that out there. But whatever show or, or maybe watch playing video games or doing whatever activity that it's that makes you feel happy and kind of makes you tune out like here's the thing there is self-care that helps us reconnect with ourselves emotionally physically and spiritually and then there's that self-care that is not self-care where we're trying to sedate ourselves with food or sugar or technology and whatever so i'm going to suggest that when those moments where you're feeling anxious and alone and afraid and uncomfortable to resist the urge to just want to zone out and go on social media or go on a shopping spree like i want you to think about can you journal you can meditate you can do breath work you can be able to take a warm bath you can go for a walk you can do some exercise i mean i just want you to be able to lean into the needs of your body. And if you make that a regular practice with self-care, especially in those moments of stress and frustration and uncertainty and bewilderment, you can be able to quickly bounce back and go about your business, no matter how big or grandiose your goals are. And in the case that somebody wants to come back and say, hey, I want to hang out with you. There's no guarantee that they're going to stay. So you're going to be, have to be able to find ways to self-soothe yourself in a very healthy and natural way. And I'm hoping that as you are reflecting about this idea of self-care, maybe this is a time for you to have a wake-up call and go like, oh, snap, I don't really have a self-care routine at all. And so this is the time that I want you to think about, okay, what can I do differently than how I'm doing right now in terms of taking care of my mind, my body, and my soul? And I, I just wanted to throw this out there because this is all my mind. So lastly, is that with rejection, people are teaching us more about who we are than what they are, meaning that just because they're acting this way, it doesn't mean anything about you. It's really all about them. And this gives you the opportunity to to judge about, okay, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. And I'm asking yourself about like who is worthy about worthy to be around you. Because think about it, the people who are worthy to be around you speak and act with care. So friend, if you are or have experienced rejection from someone, please take heart. All of those experiences are being used to help not hurt you. And I'm going to just kind of repeat everything that we're ta- we talked about, the, the main point. And I want you to think about, okay, maybe I really need to examine 
this particular area. So we talked about number one is being able to embrace our emotions and understand the feelings behind it. Number two, we talked about this idea of gaining perspective. This is part of a huger, more elaborate tapestry of your life. This is just one little speck on the journey. And I want you to see how perhaps this behavior from this person is part of a bigger issue that they are dealing with and they aren't able to communicate. I mean, obviously, we're not trying to save the world, but at least we can able to to put in perspective about, okay, I could see why they're behaving because of X, Y, and Z, okay? Number three is I want you to reflect on the experience and how it impacted you. Think about what you've learned and think about what you want to do differently if you have to do with that t- particular type of person in that particular situation. Again, we can always revamp and revise how we do it. Like, for example, and as I was thinking about in my situation uh, at that volunteer c- center, I could literally just said in Spanish, like, can you speak a little slower? Can you just say that again a little slower? I'm not quite getting that. I, I really want to emphasize that we all can do better. We're not going to shame ourselves because when we shame ourselves, like there's no point for redemption. There's no point of observation learning, but we can understand that everything is teaching us, okay, something differently. Number four, we got to keep moving in the spite of someone not being able to want to connect with us, to want to share with us. For whatever reason, that's cool. There are a lot more fishes in the sea. We can be able to work with as many people. Think about not just in your business, but think about in other areas of your life. Just because one friendship ended, just because one relationship ended, just because you weren't able to obtain different clients or something shifting in your business doesn't mean that it's game over. It just means that we've got to try different things until something works, until we have a strategy that works for us and us alone. We're not trying to copycat. We're not trying to mimic what other people are doing. We got to do things our own way and our own style so that we can live happier and fulfilled lives. And lastly, number five is self-care. We're not going to sit here and zone out and just sedate ourselves with food or sugar, mind-altering chemicals like that. We're going to be able to be present and we're going to be in the moment. We're going to take walks. We're going to exercise. We're going to journal. We're going to meditate. We're going to do all the things that help our mind, body, and soul feel better. Okay. Now, I know I just said a whole lot of stuff, so I'm really interested in hearing back from you. I want you to either write me a message at... Denise G. Lee at Twitter. I'd love to hear from you. Also, I'd love to either connect with you via my newsletter. You can be able to sign up via my main website, denisegelee.com. You can always reply back and then I will respond. I The reason why I don't publicly say my email address is because I got a lot of, just like you in every business, you got a lot of people who uh, want to send you things that are not what the email was intended to do. So I really appreciate that. And then lastly, I'd love to hear from your voice. If you're interested in sending me a voicemail message, check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. I'd love to hear from you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be feel free to share it with someone else. Well, that is it. Take care for everything that you are doing to help advance your business because if we can be able to have more business owners that care about communicating with love and persevering and obviously managing that feelings of discomfort that come from rejection we all would be in a better place well that is it thank you for listening take care and be awesome